TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Yes, we're going to do a quick little baseball podcast here uh, today. Uh, you know, there's a there's a few issues on my mind. One of them, of course, is this is the eighth anniversary of Dark Star's death. Oh, June first, June first, eight years ago. Hard to believe it's eight, wow. man. Wow, hard to believe it's eight. But uh, uh, he would, uh, uh, you know, this morning I got up and I started thinking about him, and I rummaged around. And I found my number one Dark Star keepsake. Now, number two is the the painting he commissioned of the sports show <laughs> yes. from Fogarty. Yes. Fogarty. Yes. He got Fogarty to do it. I don't know what he paid him, but we all got prints. And, he had a guy. He had, well, for <laughs> Terrence Fogarty, who was like famous, right? Isn't yeah. he? Isn't he a oh, yeah. famous? Yeah. You know, uh, and it's good. And, and Stout made it. So, you know, Stout's sitting there and Dark's there. And it's uh, that's number two. But number one is the certificate. This was I, I found this in his remains. As if this is something nobody but wanted but me, his certificate for his from the American Lung Association for for his for his noble work in the anti-smoking effort, even though before, during, and after he was a pack and a half goddamn guy. <laughs> But, but he, he, can, he would uh, he would occasionally make appearance oh. to uh, to tell folks about the evils of smoking, which oh. probably helped to hasten his demise. Yeah, but uh, you know, and then he'd sneak out and have a heater. It was oh. it was he was uh, he was the greatest. And of course, the one dark star moment I would have really wanted to be there for. And did not make it, uh, was not there, obviously, was when he and uh, someone else from the Twin Cities were flowing in private to Body Solutions headquarters. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. In, I think, Oklahoma or Dallas, maybe. Okay. Uh, when they were still going high before the feds investigated them. And he was a big sports memorabilia guy, wasn't well, he? This was, guy? Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but Dark was so effective. He was like the number one in the country of every. Really? Did you ever do it? No. Well, that I mean, was before my time okay, in radio. But TV. Every TV. Every oh, it radio was everywhere. Station in America. Yeah. Had a guy, and Dark had. They had CCO had both Dark and Mike Lynch. I think doing it. Okay, yeah. doing those ads. And but Dark. Was, that had. By the way, that had to have been rookie. Rookie uh, had to have yeah, been a body would, solutions yeah, guy. I, I would guess. I can't remember if we had one. I think we, we did. We had to have. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we had a little better ethics than but but body solutions. Of course, I think the guy ended up in federal prison. Yes, he but, did. Uh, yeah. But Dark was so good, they gave him a standing over. He came into the no. call the call room, you know, no. where they took the call. Yeah. And uh, whatever his name was, the guy who ran it came in and said, this is Dark Star. And they rose spontaneously <laughs> and gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> and oh. and uh, it was, uh, you know, he was so good at it. And didn't Bernard have a whole bit about they started calling him? 
tiny or skinny yeah. or something. Cause well, I know he uh, lost a few. You know, he did. It's not true that he gained weight on it, but he wasn't quite as skinny as he said he Cause was. Because I know, because uh, Dubay, when he worked with us, he was a he, oh, he was, was a there. rep for them he for, was there for gay fan. He yeah, was the K-Fan fan fan. Fan. Yeah, oh, for the Body okay. Solutions. Body solutions. Yeah, that was, oh, it was a gold mine there for a while, oh, yeah. man. It was. Well, uh, the whole bit, Pat, I was. I think Dark was doing, between taped and live, 16 hits a day. You're kidding no, me. No, he was making a ton. I, I think they had him on 16 times a day, something wow. like that. Because I well, remember. He was doing two an hour when he was on. Okay, because you know? when, that, when that phenomenon of that product rose, yeah. I was working for a, a, a large health club in town here and i remember thinking what a scam the whole don't bit eat. was don't eat you, yeah, you take, take this then don't eat five hours six. before you go yeah. to bed don't well, okay yeah right take a teaspoon take a big heaping spoon of this <laughs> with your uh with your water right yep. you, you gulp her down and then you're right. Then don't eat for five hours. Right. Okay. okay. Everyone who ever was put on a diet, they said, don't eat three oh. hours before dinner, before you go to bed, right? That's, a, that's everybody who's ever put on weight. The reason they do it is they eat right. all before night long. Before you go to bed. Right. Yeah. Eat before you go to yeah, bed. The, whole, yeah. the way I got enormously fat was being on the road. Covering ball games and then saying, "Okay, even when I quit drinking, it was okay." Does this hotel have room service? It's eleven forty-five. I gotta if eat. They don't have all night room service. I gotta hit some spot before I go to bed. Right. Big Herbie. The reason he always gained weight during the season: three a.m. Dominoes. You know. So yeah. After a few cocktails. Here, here take this magical fairy dust <laughs> yes. and then starve yourself for yes, twelve right. hours. Five hours. <laughs> yeah. Five hours before dinner, you know, oh. that was the greatest. Well, and, you know, I think their defense was when people said, I'm not losing any weight, their defense was, are you eating? Are you, are you, what time do you go to bed? Midnight. Are you eating after seven? Well, a little bit. Yeah, okay. It's, you know, but. Um, it's a math problem. <laughs> it was the greatest. Yeah, he oh, was. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that he, I mean, I know he did the ads, oh, but I did was, not know. He was phenomenally oh. successful because I, I think CCO must have, with their audience must have really went Just gravitated for it, towards went, it. Went oh, sure, it. sure. And because uh, Lynch was doing a lot of them, too. I bet between the two of them, they were on 25 well, and think times about this. a day. So that was when Dark was still doing the overnight show. So he's hitting yeah. that crowd of, yeah, of the guys that are three. in the truck, yes, you right, know, right, driving right. around oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah he, oh. was, he was the greatest. And then, and of course, I have to repeat it on the anniversary of his death. The greatest show ever. Does the Twin Cities need a negative sports columnist like Patrick Ricey? Uh, I called him, as I did, you know, occasionally from 12 to 3, I'd call when he took a break and say, what's happening? And I called up and said, quite a show you got going there tonight, Darky. And he says, ain't it great? They hate you. <laughs> okay, see you tomorrow. Oh, All right, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he I'll was never a forget. Unique character. I'll never forget that day too, because we were on in the afternoon. I don't. I don't know if we were doing sports talk or because it would be, would have been before I did the ride mm-hmm. with you. But I remember sitting there and I answered the phone and our our, our buddy cousin Kyle over at the neighbor yeah. called me on the hotline. And he said, do you know if Pat's heard from Dark? 
And yeah. I said, I have no idea. Well, I, and I think you and Mackie were no, still no, doing the midday. No, no, he was at K-Fan then. He was, Kyle was? He, no, 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 no. But Dark was at K-Fan. Right. But Kyle's the one that called me called you. from okay. CCO wondering I, if he had heard. If, I got a call from, I think, Abbott. Okay. Uh, you know, Dark was the rare... Back then, two cell phone guy. Sure. So there was the public cell phone, yep. and then there was the other one, and he wasn't answering the other one, and that made everybody nervous, and uh. he didn't show up for work. And they've, you know, I got a call from, uh, I think, I think it was a, a Bob. I got a call from Bob Hagen. Bob Hagen, sure. And I got a call from uh, K Fan, and I think it was Abbott. I might have been somebody else saying, "Have you heard from Dark? And have you talked to Dark?" I said, no, but I'll, let me call the double secret cell phone. The bad he, phone, he yeah. He didn't answer. Oof. And then I think Abbott Hagen and uh, Abbott Hagen and somebody else came and went into the apartment and found him. Oof. So, Because uh, he was one of those guys that he was never late for work, right? <laughs> well, not, I guess not at KFAD when he did an hour a week or sure. something, you know. But uh, when he was at CCO, he wasn't late. He just came up with an excuse not to be there. As I said about Dark, nobody ever worked harder and played more angles to get a radio show and then worked harder and played more angles to miss them than Dark did. They were, you know, when they finally let him go, because the year before he was, what was his ailment? He had some ailment and he missed like two, three months of work. Okay. I can't remember what it was. Some... I, I don't think it was art. It wasn't a, it wasn't, it was some problem that was not life-threatening or anything. Not bilateral leg weakness. No, nothing well, like it was that. almost bilateral sure. leg weakness. <laughs> okay. And then, and then he was having teeth problems ah. and he was setting it up so that the next summer he was going to be up at Grandview all summer too because of, uh, you know, because he had the doctor ready, the dentist ready to sign off on his, he couldn't work. And uh, they they basically called him in and, and said, they, they, knew, they saw this one coming from 100 miles away. So, but yeah, oh, he, you know, when he first started the 12 to 3 show, he was enthused as hell. I was working, I was working overnights and I'll never forget, this was when I was in, when I was in, when I was in school. And I was driving a truck overnight to help pay my tuition, and I would tune in every night, and I would think, this is the greatest job oh. on the planet. Oh, yes. I have to find his a way to get into radio. His preparation was, <laughs> his preparation was impeccable. Yes. There was the night he had the Republican candidate for mayor in San Francisco <laughs> on on Thursday, and you know the candidate trying to run in the most liberal town in America and basically, Dark asked him, you know, what he thought his chances were. And the election had been, he's, the guy had to break the news that the election had been two days <laughs> earlier. And Dark didn't miss me. Well, I knew that. I was just asking you what chance you thought you had oh before. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> oh, God almighty. What I was in, and the other day, I think I sent you the photo, or maybe it was Joe, I can't remember, but my neighbor was getting his roof replaced, and I... Had sent a picture of the guys up there, and I said, you need a roof? I'll get you a roof. <laughs> well, he had the sauna. Oh, yeah. And I was full-sized, and he was full-sized, and we'd sit, I'd sit in the sauna with him and there in his, in his bathroom. So it was like the back wall of the bathroom. So we're not talking 
Lifetime Fitness here. We're talking right. a nice little area where there was about a foot and a half between us. And I said, you know, this could be the greatest. This was early, early podcast time, you know. Okay. I said, this could be the greatest podcast oh, ever. Oh, God. <laughs> you and I sitting there with towels around us. <laughs> in the in the sauna, the sauna cast, <laughs> the sauna cast. Would oh have been my god, unbelievable! And the hijinks between you two clowns. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> yes, it would have. Been. And he probably would have. Uh, you know, he probably that that. I don't think he was. I don't know. He only had a sauna for about a year or two before he died. But he put a sauna in an apartment he rented. <laughs> A condo, it was condo size. Sure. But he put it, you know, I think he was making a commitment to them that he wasn't going to leave because he paid for the sauna, paid like 15, 20 grand to get the sauna put in his uh, toilet, to sit in his bathroom. And I think it was only a one bathroom, two bedroom, one bath, good sized, good sized living room and a kitchen. Which was never used for any food <laughs> no. preparation, and uh, and at the end he had an eighty-inch television in it, and you know it would be like he had an eighty-incher, sure, and you'd sit in a couch and you'd be like eight feet away, and you'd be like, ah, you know. Well, because he would have the fights all the time, right? Oh yeah, I'd go over there. We yeah, he'd have a crowd over for the fights, but yeah. uh, he also had a guy in Canada. Remember when they, uh, when uh, stealing pay per view and cable, oh, and, sure. you know, yeah. and and but but from all around the the you know not satellite, satellite not cable, okay. stealing satellite, yeah. you know, because then you could get European soccer and Australian. <laughs> he had a guy in Canada who would send him the card every six because they'd they'd do stuff. They'd have to update the, the yeah, yeah the software. They, they, yeah, the would they uh, companies would become more and more technologically savvy to block these things. Okay, so then you'd have to get the new card and dark and uh, you know I'd say how's that you know how's that uh, Australian rules football company? He said, yeah, I got I need a new card. They got it blocked out. So, <laughs> but he was an expert on like these obscure sports. He. Australian roots football, but it was entirely based on gambling. Was that the, no, was that the angle? The, uh, you know, I think when ESPN first started, he got into it, and he he did. No, his gambling was uh, usually local stuff. Oh. But his problem was he wouldn't pick out two games. You know, he'd bet like eight or ten. Nobody can, nobody can win. No, betting all of them. But uh, I think by the end, he was pretty well. Uh, Pretty well, not betting too much. But okay, gotcha. His, uh, his, the the man he used uh, was uh, owned a limo company in town, but he uh, he he moved to Phoenix, so that made it a little harder. Okay, but uh, yeah, nobody got along better with their bookie than Dark did either. But uh, <laughs> now you got to give the line. You're at they're at the Royce Estate. We're at we're having my I think it was my. 60th birthday party? Probably my 60th birthday party. So this is 14 years ago. Maybe earlier, maybe 55th. But we had a birthday party. And it was uh, October 17th, and it was cool outside, so everybody's in the house. And uh, and Dark and Suits were there. And Suits says, what, 
What is your thought? Do you, do you even have a thought when that show? I'm standing there by. Do you even have a thought when I was listening the other night? I, I don't get it. What thought do you have before the show starts? See, the one thought I have before the show starts, Joe, is what can the next three hours do for me, Dark Star? <laughs> the most honest radio observation oh, ever. God, I love that line. Yeah. So, anywho, it was uh, he is uh, sorely missed. Yep. Champions Club tickets, oh. uh, front row seats for the target field, even though I think sometimes... And at Target Field and Target, the Timberwolves games, he was in the front there for years. I think it's at times he was a little late making the payments, yep. but uh, they, uh, you know, he was there. He wasn't going to go and sit obscurely up in the twenty-third row. That's for sure. And boy, could we use this line today? Oh, come on, here. yeah, white people, here your thoughts. thoughts. Yes, that was the Trent Tucker. That was, I guess he used thoughts. it on the radio, and then he, then the one that everybody. Everybody has now is uh, he was doing some video hit for I'm, I'm not sure was it maybe meets us is no 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 was I, it a television I show I don't know what it was okay. it was some kind of Canterbury Report I I don't know what it was it was but it was he was doing a video for some something and okay. he had Trent was his guest and he used white people that's the one that you can find the white people you <laughs> your thoughts but I he also asked him that on the radio once well he had my son he had Chris on as his baseball expert there uh for a while at like 12 40 at night from he was working at the Star Tribune and mm -hmm. he'd get him uh, hey what happened tonight you know and ball sure. and stuff like that and Chris was good but he started asking him such personal questions about, you know, what was a young man having success he was having? And, <laughs> and, and he finally said, ah, I don't think we'll do this anymore. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was, uh, was open-ended radio conversation, that's for sure. All right, so speaking of baseball, I have to ask you this question. Is baseball itself aware of their image problem at this point? Pat, baseball's in trouble. Well, yes, they are. Uh, they're not going to play the minor leagues. They're starting to not pay. I mean, the Polads are heroes in this thing. They're still going to pay the minor league or something. But I think that uh, Manfred is Manfred is all about victory, all about winning, and he wants to make his first big stand against the players in a – middle of a pandemic oh so now i don't have any idea if they're ready to fire if the players say yes though do we yeah do you're we, right i don't do think they know? are i don't think they I, are Are they ready to roll i i have well, no idea i mean at, you throw this you throw this civil unrest oh. on top of the pandemic how's anybody gonna play well that's just it and i and i over the weekend you know, Oakland decides they're not going to pay their minor leaguers. I, I I object to it, but I guess I understand it because Oakland's one of those franchises yeah. that's really strapped for cash. The Washington Bleeping Nationals. Who just won the championship. And have the third largest television contract in the league. Although Baltimore gets most of that. They do. Baltimore, okay. because of that deal, it's a, it's a two-team contract, and Baltimore gets... Uh, I think it was two-thirds originally. It might not be that high anymore, but to allow them to come into their market. But they still have a— Well, Lerner's got 
Oh. More, mo- more money in the poll ads, I think. So, yeah, it looks bad. You're the world champs and uh, you do this. But I don't know. You know, right now, you can't play baseball in D.C. You can't play baseball in Philly. You can't play baseball. We're having civil unrest in Sioux Falls. Really? Yes. Why? What's going on in Sioux I Falls? I just said today that said the cities that have experienced destruction, yeah. you know, to some degree, Sioux Falls was included. Oh, so, my goodness. Uh, I mean, this thing has spread to a point that you throw this on top of the iffy, iffy situation with the pandemic as to whether you could play or not. I mean... They keep telling us two months from now in Minnesota it's going to be the worst it's ever been. Well, especially after what we've been going through the last, yes. you know, eight days, yes. whatever it's been. I did like the guys, though, that were torching the, uh, like that big shopping center near the bank mm-hmm. at, uh, that I saw some of them were, were, uh, carefully wearing their masks, you know, they had to, and not masks to prevent, recognition mass because i don't know, want to get mass didn't want to get the virus they were they were good social citizens uh you know you might be in there getting burned to death but but we, i'm not I'm gonna, not get gonna the give COVID. you i'm not gonna give you covo buddy i'm <laughs> uh, i'm on your side so uh uh yeah i i i just think that all all we're writing and all we're time we're spending about Who's coming back when? Meanwhile, this thing is not getting the the rioting is not getting it's getting larger right. and wider spread. I mean, L.A. They didn't know if they could play out there because of the you know the the virus and you know the strident stringent rules they had, and now they're you know they're they're going at it out there. Washington D.C. is. You know they're trying to get over the fence at the White House, and uh, it's uh, yeah. I I I I don't think there's going to be a baseball season. You really don't. No, because a couple of weeks players, ago you were pretty confident. What are the that players were... talking about? A 112 game season. What are you What are you idiots talking about? Yeah, it's June 1st. Yeah, yeah. You've already it's, wiped out two months. They just want more of their pay, I guess. Huh? They want instead of getting half, they want to get. Uh, Sixty percent or something. I get it, but I, and I know you and I talked about this last time we were on. But baseball, the last thing baseball needs right now, Pat, is for an entire summer of kids not playing. Yes, ball. that's right. Because they should be out. They should be out promoting youth baseball. That's exactly right what they should be and doing. And they should, uh, you know, it. You're right. It's 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 terrible. A five round draft is terrible. Oh. It's terrible. But what you're are, now telling every 18-year-old high school kid who's like a seventh rounder, right? And he's a guy you'd give a couple hundred thousand to to sign, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd rather than go to the University of Alabama. Every one of those kids that has the football option, you after the fifth round, you can only pay somebody twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Nobody's going to turn down college. No high no. school kid is going to turn down college for $20,000. Well, it, it, so six, seven, the Taylor Rogers of the world are going to go to college or, you know, they're not going to sign. Well, and I know he was a first rounder, second overall, but like, like a Buxton. Buxton, Buxton yeah. would have went and played football at Georgia had well, he not been yeah, a high draft well, pick. Yeah, right. I mean, he'd get. But that kind of athlete is what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the the. Two sport great athlete that you're 
that you overpay when you draft them after the fifth. You you don't pay as much in the first five rounds, and you overpay them later. So uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, it's a shame, and 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 I think the bigger problem too, Pat is. And I don't know if it's an awareness issue, but I look at it, uh, and I don't know if this is a Manfred deal, but is this them trying to just wipe out half of minor league baseball because of the cost? Do you think that that's part I, of this? Yeah, I don't know what they're up to, but it's no good. Because that, that started to come not, up. They're not up to promoting the game, I'll tell you that. No, they're not. And Because yeah. remember, that surfaced a while back before the pandemic hit this country. Mm-hmm. That they wanted to get rid of portions. You throw of these riots on top of the uh, the uh, uh, pandemic, though, and when is the next time commerce and sports are going to be normal? Oof. I mean, it's what we have seen the glory years of sports. We have seen the sports at its at its largest. And you it's know, not going to get larger. You know when we'll find out during football season. Because if football gets hit, we you're right, you're one. Yeah, but even 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 if football plays and there's, they don't let people in, you know, what's, you know, I I don't know. It's it's unbelievable. You know, it's the, this is uh, I think uh, who was it? Lavelle tweeted out the other day. This is the worst year of my life. Yes, he did. And I said, "Ditto." And I'm 74. It is. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, somebody. I think I was talking to Kobe, and he said, "I thought the low point was going to be Kobe running into the, you know, the helicopter yeah. running into the mountain with his daughter and the rest of those people." And that's an anecdote. Now, hey, uh, Josh, you need Josh. You know, now more than more ever. than ever, even more than you did a week ago. Right, you need Josh more than ever. If you have questions about your retirement savings, hey, you, yeah, <laughs> me, you have retired about your retirement savings. You want to work with a person that knows what he is doing. Do what I did and work with that person. Work with Josh Arnold, someone you can trust. This is Patrick Ricey. If you need to see my guy Josh, Mister Money Talk, now. Not five minutes from now. No. Now. Right now. Especially with what is going on in the markets today. You need Josh's straight talk, not any sugar-coated advice, because there's no sugar out there right now, baby. Sit down with Josh for a no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can learn how you can benefit from Josh Josh's focused approach. Call Josh now at 952-925-5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, 952-925-5608. And one more baseball question here, Reavers. Yes, this sir. Is, we're doing this on Monday. Yep. June 1st. Do you think Sunday would have been a good day to play some town ball oh, around the state of get Minnesota? Get out of my that, bleeping that head. That might have been... That might have been one of the five greatest days in Minnesota history, which and we had another one of those about two days earlier. Yep. What a spring this has been to play baseball. All I it's said. It's been fantastic. I, we were standing outside in the garage, you know, because cleaning the garage for the 19th mm-hmm. time in the last month, and I said, I would give anything right now for the Lakers to be at St. Patrick at that yes. beautiful ballpark. And I thought, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we, what are we doing here? Yes, there's I, no reason. I, I by the th- way, oh, by the way, Fargo hosted the Moorhead Brewers and the Blaine Fusion over the weekend really? on Saturday. 
Yeah. They, they drove up there because they were supposed to play each and other in the Town Ball are, Classic. This I heard year. the Hadley, Hadley Buttermakers were uh, going to go over to South Dakota and play in some. Did tournaments. they end up playing? I'm sure. They, I'm sure they did. I'm sure there's a bunch of. Uh, Teams down in Southwest Minnesota, they're going to South Dakota. Well, right? why wouldn't you? Absolutely. So they they ended up going up to Fargo to play each other because they were supposed to be the two of our teams in the Town Ball Classic this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they when w- was the Town Ball Classic last Saturday? <laughs> this last Saturday, which would have been bleeping another, another glorious day. Yeah. Wow. And this this weekend, this not weekend, these two months have been the best two months since Target Field opened. I don't know if the Twins would have been open this weekend. Uh, I, I meant to look that up, if who, if where they would have been Sunday. I haven't paid attention since I, uh, about the first two weeks of the let season. Let me see. Because all it did was up. depress me that there wasn't games. By the way, I wrote a little column about this on Sunday. That bank, uh, Wells Fargo Bank, mm-hmm. site of Nicollet Ballpark. Really? Uh, the old ballpark. Uh, with the, 1955 was the last year at Nicollet. Last game played there. The Minneapolis Millers defeated the Rochester Red Wings 9-4 to to win the Junior World Series in seven games. This used to be a big deal. Wow. American Association champ against the International League champ. Full seven games. The, the Millers won the last two after being down 3-2 to in Twins fashion. Yes. They came down. They came home down 3-2. to Won the last two. They won another one in '58, I believe. So, so what year? What year was that one, one that you just mentioned? The championship. What year was that? Uh, one, Pat? 1955, and that was the last game in Nicollet. They moved out to Met Stadium, and uh, then uh, they shortly thereafter, Stu Thornley told me, shortly thereafter they tore down the ballpark. They kept the there's a plaque there, but they sure there used to be. Probably <laughs> melted, but uh, they, uh, and they build a northwest uh, northwestern bank there, and then Wells Fargo bought them. But it's it's where the, that's where the ballpark was, and I wrote about this across. Uh, so the ballpark didn't sit exactly on Lake Street, but the center field was like out there, and then there was a couple of buildings behind it. But the right field line was on Nicollet. Was on Nicollet. And the street was, and across the street was this well-known cafe, the President Cafe. Mm-hmm. It was high end for those days, and I remember eating lunch in there with my dad before one of their games. And the owner came over, or the manager—I don't know who he was—great big guy. I was eight years old, maybe, and but I remember this great big guy, and I didn't even know my old man knew him. And they sat there and BS like they were the best of buddies. Okay, but it was two hundred seventy-nine feet. To right field, they had a twenty-five foot high wall, but every homestand, the the plate glass window at the president, they get knocked out by somebody, and they <laughs> they had a glass guy on call, man. He'd show, you know, it was like now it was, uh, and uh, I think the president probably closed sometime in the late sixties, maybe, but there was it was, uh, you know, Ted Williams hit forty-three home runs there in thirty-eight because that, I mean. He could hit, obviously. Some guy named Joe Hauser hit 69 in 1933, left-handed wow. pull hitter. Because you hit a pop fly. Well, and, sure, yeah. it would go out, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then it would, if it went over Nicollet, it, 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 there was a fighting chance it hit the window at the President Cafe. Do you so. want? Do you think maybe he just did that because he got so much attention? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. that. In fact, they— Put up uh, another pane of glass. <laughs> uh, their, their, uh, their advertising, I found some of their advertising. It said, uh, uh, at— uh, Nicollet 
uh, Nicollet at Lake, even though Lake was about a half block down. Sure. And they were between Lake Street and 31st, and it was on Nicollet. But it also, the, their advertising was opposite the ballpark. And, oh, cool. And when the bank came in, Stewie told me for like 20-some years they advertised themselves as the ballpark bank because uh, for the old-time Nicollet, right there, Nicollet yeah. guys. But oh, that's uh, cool. Right there, they they somehow they got that lit on fire, lit 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 on fire, baby. Man, unbelievable! What a tragedy. All righty, well, uh, bad week for the world, bad week for baseball, I'd say so far. We'll uh, try this again next week.